the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Seems like it's been a long time. I don't know. This week seemed really long for some reason. I I have no idea why, but the... uh, I think it's probably because we're getting close to the end of the year, and one of the things that uh, um, it's been pretty challenging the past since the pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic, I don't remember it being quite as bad, but people are waiting until the very last second to try to take their required minimum distributions. And let me give you some advice: don't do that. The custodians are not guaranteeing that you will get your RMD and the penalty is 50% of what you were supposed to take out. That's a big penalty, very stiff. So if you haven't requested your RMD, you need to get it in now. Uh, One of our biggest custodians uh, is they won't guarantee that it gets processed if you turn it in later than uh, last Friday or yesterday. So it doesn't mean you can't. And in fact, I know Melissa uh, has begged and pleaded <laughs> in the case of a lot of our clients and has gotten things done that they said they wouldn't do. And uh, thank you very much there, Melissa. And uh, But I'm telling you, do not wait. The amount that you have to take out was established last year at December 31st. Okay, that's the amount. And it's not that big of a deal. If the market were to go up 10%, it might it might add 0.4%. And that's if the market went up a full 10% in a month. Okay. <laughs> so just don't do it. It just doesn't make sense. It's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of people get uh, hooked on taxes. Oh, I don't want to pay any taxes. Okay, well, you know what the easiest way to, to pay the least amount of money in taxes is? Don't make any money. That's it. If you've got investments, you're probably going to have to pay taxes sooner or later. 
And there's an old saying, don't let the tax tail wag the dog. That means taxes, are they important? They are important. They're not the only thing that you should be thinking about. And unfortunately, a lot of people make the mistake of trying to avoid taxes and it ends up costing them more in the long run. So I'm not saying you should ignore it. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it shouldn't be the number one priority is to pay the least amount in taxes because oftentimes that can lead to some pretty crappy mistakes that are incredibly difficult to make up for. Just like waiting until the last second and then you don't get your RMD on time and and now it falls into the next year and uh, um, sometimes you can end up paying some big penalties for that. Now, I, every case is a little bit different. If you had to take it out this year and you missed it, you can still wait until uh, tax filing deadline, take it out, but then you're going to have to take two out this year. You'd have to take out another distribution. So in every case, a little bit different. That's one of the reasons I, I guess I still have a job. <laughs> and as an, as a uh, financial advisor, I'm actually an investment advisor. And a lot of people don't know what the difference is there. So uh, we've had to take courses in investment planning. We've had to take courses in uh, how to be a good fiduciary. Those are not required, by the way. Those, that's just, those are optional. And throughout my uh, career, I basically, uh, instead of looking at a lot of the financial planning stuff, which is fine, you know, but I'm going to tell you, somebody that holds themselves out as a um, financial planner, you got to be careful because the financial planning college uh, has you looking at homeowners insurance and has you looking at employee benefits. It has you looking at life and health. And those, those are fine. Health insurance. Do you ever see a health insurance policy? <laughs> I mean, if you're not specializing in that field, you're probably doing people a disservice. There are things that you're missing. I know enough about it to know, yeah, I don't want to go down there. Uh, I don't want to do that. That's like, you know, a podiatrist saying, you know, I'm going to, uh, let me look at your ears, nose, and throat. You know, it, they're, they're not the same type of doctors. <laughs> They've both gone to medical school. They both have degrees. It's just, it's a different field. And that's what I feel. I feel really bad for the people that are getting close to retirement or people that are already retired because it required, they've added so much uh, legislation that it really requires specialists in a lot of different areas now. And in fact, I, I have a guy, I didn't get permission to use his name. So I'm sorry about that. But if you uh, call, you know, I can give you a referral to him. And, and at some point in time, I'd like to get one of his staff on my, uh, on my radio show but they're specialists in um, Medicare supplements. That's a big deal. That is a really big deal. Uh, it, the supplemental insurance is expensive. Why? Because it's necessary. I mean, otherwise you run the risk of you know running out of money. There's a there's no cap on what you could potentially have to spend. Now, is that common? No. But does it happen? Yeah, it happens. So anyway, at some point in time, I'll, I'll have him on the show because I, I really think that that's an important part of anybody that's getting ready to retire. They need to take a look at that, uh, figure out what your options are, and uh, you need somebody who specializes in that area. I know enough about that to know that you need a professional. That, that, that's how much I know. And by the way, I have a life and health license. I mean, I am licensed to, to sell those products, and I don't. Why? Because I know enough to know that I don't know. 
I know enough to know that you really need to get somebody special. And here are all the here are the people that you need to uh, in today's environment, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And you know, this is America. You're free to your own opinion, and uh, this is just mine. Mine is you, you really need a good tax advisor, somebody who really who just does taxes for a living. Why? Well, because there are ten thousand pages in Internal Revenue Code, and I'm pretty sure that's just for individuals. When you start adding corporations, LLCs, and all that other stuff, it I mean it, it it's a vocation now. They've turned it into a vocation. Does that mean that you can't go out and buy your own tax software and, and do it yourself? Heck no. You can do that. You can fix your own car, build your own house. The uh, all anything's available on YouTube if you got the time, effort, <laughs> and energy. But don't make a mistake, you know, because that that could be could be rough. So I figure you you probably need to have somebody else, somebody who does taxes for a living, to do your taxes. You also need an estate planning attorney, somebody who does estate plans. Now there are a lot of attorneys out there. You don't want a uh, um, Somebody who's a litigator for big corporations doing your estate plan. Okay, not that that happens very often, but if if estate planning is not something that they do fairly frequently, then I would probably you know try to find one that will. And uh, fortunately, I've been around long enough to be able to refer people out to uh, the people that actually specialize in that area. So if you you know if you're looking for one, um, heck, I'll refer you to mine and. Uh, I was lucky to get mine, by the way, because he was he was one of my clients as state planning as state attorneys, and uh, this guy's um, was a direct descendant of one of the families that founded the Cleveland Clinic, and uh, so this guy knows his stuff. <laughs> I hope he doesn't retire <laughs> anytime soon. But uh, so anyway, you need an estate planning attorney. You need somebody that can do your taxes, and uh, I know it's it's really hard for some people. Some people. Um, there are more people now that are millionaires than there ever have been. And well, you've got a million dollars in, uh, in, in America, there's a pretty good chance. There's at least a one in two chance that you've been married once before. You want to talk about complicated. Holy cow. You, you need somebody. And, and this is what, this is another service I feel like we provide to people that they may not be getting elsewhere. We'll refer them to several estate planning attorneys, let them pick. Uh, and my suggestion is get on the phone, call them, you know, say, tell them what you're looking to do. Uh, get a feel for what kind of pricing they're going to have. I know they hate when I say that, but the, uh, so do I, by the way, but that's, that's tough. And if you like the person that that's going to be very meaningful, uh, you know, go in and, and, well, talk to them on the phone first, but when you go in, make sure that you actually, kind of get along because these are really tense uh, items that you're going to have to deal with. There, there's a lot of psychological pressure involved in doing an estate plan, especially if you've been married before. That, that's really tough. So the, the ones that haven't been married before, that that's hard too. I mean, how do you, uh, you know, maybe you got a, a son-in-law that you really don't like and you don't think he's a very nice person and you'd like to do something about that. You want to make sure that he never, you know, gets a dime of your money. Uh, it, maybe, maybe it's a daughter-in-law. Who knows? Maybe it's a, a grandkid. You want to set up a trust, and because you don't want it, the grandchildren to that you left as beneficiaries to be handling the money, 
You want to make sure a trustee handles the money for them because you're afraid that they might blow through all the cash. So that's the, uh, every situation, everybody's family situation is going to be a little bit different. And uh, it's one of the nice things about having a lot of experience in the industry. I mean, most of this stuff you can't learn in a book. Um, personalities, issues with personalities. Uh, none of the courses I ever took really talked a lot about that. And, uh, but you find out in the real world really, really quickly. <laughs> and uh, you got to have the right personality to be a good investor. That's one of the hard things about being investment advisors is trying to get to know what somebody's real uh, ability to take risk is. And, you know, we've got questionnaires. I think mine's probably one of the simpler questionnaires. And, uh, but, you know, when push comes to shove, I've seen a lot of people, you know, they, they're brave when things are going up and things are doing well. And then when they uh, start to correct like they're going to from time to time, they fall apart. You can't do that. You got to stick to your plan. Another reason to, to have an advisor, stick to the plan. People call and, uh, you know, they oftentimes uh, over the years, I've had people, you know, accuse me of uh, being Pollyannish because I'm always, you know, on looking on the bright side. Well, you know what? It's been pretty bright the past couple hundred years. <laughs> now, that may change. <laughs> it could change, but I doubt it. When you look at why. What's been driving the economy? Uh, what's been allowing people to, by the way, your pensions, incidentally, the pensions that you get, if you're lucky enough to work for a government agency or you work for a school district or a city, they have very good pension plans, huge. And had I known about that before, I didn't learn about that until I was almost in my 30s. Okay, It was too late for me to go back to school then become a teacher <laughs> because that's what I would have liked to have done. Yeah, I just didn't think they made much money. I had no idea what their pensions were like. I had no idea that the schools contribute on their portion. You're not contributing this. They're contributing. You, you teachers out there. It's around 20% of your gross income. It's around 20%. And then you have the 403B that you get to add to. So I, I, I've got teachers that have well over a million dollars. I mean, one of them had two. She passed away. But the uh, two million bucks, a school teacher, <laughs> and that was a that was a long time ago. That the equivalent today would probably be about yeah, right, right around three million. You know, to to accumulate three million dollars in net worth as a school teacher. Uh, so don't say it can't be done because I've seen it, and uh, it's a it you know it's good to know. It's really good to know. And uh, the, the pensions you have out there, when you look at the 4% rule, how much, how much money should I take out? This is part of a retirement planning, retirement income planning. There's a rule called the 4% rule. You can look it up. But basically it says you probably shouldn't plan on taking out more than 4% your first year. Okay. Because over time, as inflation increases uh, the amount that you have to spend to maintain your style of living, you're going to have to take out more than 4%. Uh, so, but if you start out higher than 4%, uh, you could be in trouble, uh, if inflation really ran away. And, and one of the reasons I'm talking about this today is inflation is higher than it's been in 40 years. And so those, that 4% rule, you're looking at, you know, at some point in time, you're probably going to have to increase the amount that you're taking out, which is really rough because the high inflation normally causes really rocky stock markets. When you look at how the stock market has, uh, what the returns are during a highly inflationary period, not very good. 
And that's one of the reasons that it starts out so low at 4% is because when they ran those tests to see what would be this quote unquote sustainable, uh, incidentally, I've got a software package that, that's provided by one of the biggest asset managers on the planet. You put your name in there and your age and you can put your social security in uh, and how much you save for retirement and it'll tell you what a sustainable or what a, in other words, what a reasonable retirement income would be. And that's one of the services that we provide to anybody uh, that has an account with us. And it's free. And if you'd like to see what that's like, you know, just hit me up with an email, send me, a, uh, you know, um, or give me a phone call. And uh, I can actually do it fairly quickly. I can do it in my head now. I've been doing it for so long. And uh, so not, not too bad. <laughs> and also it'll tell you, it'll, it'll show you the various levels depending on how risky or aggressive you want to be with your portfolio. Uh, and I think that, that's, that's a nice tool. It's a nice tool to have. How much can I reasonably expect to generate from my investments? Um, and one of the reasons I, I bring that up is you, you get an awful lot of people who uh, come in and, and they've read something somewhere. And a lot of times it's Kiplinger Magazine, which I have a copy of with me here. <laughs> and they've overstated the amount of money that is safe to take out. And that's because the people that are writing that are journalists. They're not advisors. And I don't, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't understand that, that the people that write for a magazine are journalists. They're not, and some of them are, you know, they'll have articles published by uh, financial professionals. And you can always tell uh, because they're typically more accurate <laughs> and uh, they don't try to, uh, to grab the eyes with sensationalism. Uh, they're out there and, and I'm sure that's probably why they don't write nearly as many as the, of the articles because a lot of people find them kind of boring, but yeah, but boring is good, especially when it comes to retirement planning. <laughs> I want to be bored to death <laughs> when I, uh, I'll get my retirement plan. Oh yeah. Okay. I hear the music. I got to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington. Stay tuned because I'll be right back. What's your least favorite season? Now, if you're like me, it's cold and flu season. So get relief from it this year with Mucinex DM. With cough and chest congestion relief for 12 hours in just one dose, that's three times longer than four-hour products. Mucinex DM makes any season comeback season, even cold and flu season. Get three times the relief in just one dose with Mucinex DM. It couldn't be simpler. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cough and cold remedies. Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for chest congestion and cough, day or night. Uses directed. Charlie Kirk sees interesting things happening in China. You know you are on the wrong side of history if you are the one marching through the streets with weapons preventing people from talking. China is sending students home so they can't protest, meaning China is getting very nervous that there is something that is bubbling up under the surface in mainland China. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 1420. The answer. And Odyssey. 
Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, my website is bullingtoncapital.com. I'll be glad to try to help you the best way I can. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I was uh, thinking and I was talking to someone this morning uh, about my dad who uh, had passed away here a couple of years ago and uh, just such a nice guy, such a hard worker. We used to go out and uh, we would build a garage, 16 by 24 uh, 16 foot garage door windows, side entrance doors, and all the siding, the roofing, the whole thing. The three of us would get that done before three o'clock in a, in a day. So we we would start from a pile of lumber and everything you needed to build that, that garage. And we would be done that day, uh, actually with a couple hours to spare. And we did not use nail guns. We, we drove every nail by hand. Now I know, I, and by the way, when I was uh, in college, I did some roofing. I just started my own little roofing company, and I had a I had a buddy that we both worked at this one uh, restaurant together. So he was a painter, and he would only work at the restaurant on weekends. And I went around and had I went and got contractors insurance, which is hilarious, by the way, because I got contractors general contractors insurance for literally a quarter of the cost to get roofers insurance. <laughs> because roofers, you're on the roof. There, there's a lot of more liability there, but it still covered the the roofing stuff. So, and this guy was actually during the week. He only we worked these jobs on a weekend just to get extra money. But uh, he was a painter. So I went. Uh, I formed the PR company, the painting and roofing company. Got a tax ID number and all this stuff when I was in college. I went to a Kinkos, which is actually the um, FedEx office now today, or the FedEx stores. Uh, they bought Kinko's out. I, I sat down there on a Mac computer. It took me a couple of hours to figure out how to make a flyer. <laughs> I had never done that before. And uh, I'd never used the Mac. I mean, we're talking about the 1980s. So they were uh, relatively new back then. Um, yeah, probably 12 or 15 years old, somewhere in that neighborhood. 
but uh, most of us didn't have computers and nobody had heard of the internet because Al Gore hadn't invented it yet. <laughs> so uh, I went door to door passing those things out and we, uh, uh, you know, he would do the painting jobs. I would do the roofing jobs and it was uh, hilarious. There, I was next to these guys, they were using nail guns and uh, I was carrying and they had these things that would carry their shingles up and uh, I'm just going up and down the ladder and doing it by hand. And I would hold back because uh, my dad taught us so well. And, and by the way, he was a perfectionist. Uh, you, it wasn't good enough to be fast. You had to be really good or you were doing it again. <laughs> you were going to pull it out. <laughs> and he never yelled. He just said, you know, I need to take that down and do it again and do it like this. And uh, so um, you would learn after you took something down that took you the past hour and you're going to take it down. It's probably going to take another hour to take it down and another hour to put it back up, you would pay attention. And uh, so I paid attention and I was betting these guys that I could beat them up on one run. The, the roofs, the houses were nearly identical. So the roofs were the same size. And uh, I was, I kept holding back and they got mad the first time I beat them. So I got, well, let's go again. And uh, they were good. They had, had nail guns, by the way. I did not. And uh, I beat him the second time. After the third time I beat him, they they said, forget it. <laughs> they, they, what was really funny was they went from being really upset, you know, to being at the, that third time. They're just like, wow, forget it. <laughs> and uh, I bought him lunch with the money that <laughs> that I had won with it anyway. So uh, it worked out really well. And uh, just funny what you can do if you put your mind to it. And that's kind of how I go about financial planning. Okay, what's the most efficient? We're gonna, you got to do it right. You can't skip steps. Okay, that doesn't work. Okay, but but you don't need to add a whole bunch of stuff that you don't need. You know. And uh, by the way, when I packed my stuff to get ready to go home at the end of the day, I mean I was a couple ladders and gone. Those guys had to take down their fancy ladder that pulled the you know shingles up to the rooftop and uh all their nail guns and those air compressors and all that stuff they they were there for an hour just taking putting their equipment back away <laughs> and uh, so anyway you, you got to be able to do the job you got to know what the job entails and just you don't need to bring anything extra into it that, that's the one thing i i really uh find kind of i just don't like it most of the financial planners say oh you got to do this and you got to do that and they have you looking at a whole bunch of things and you're like yeah no sorry here you go use the four percent rule four percent of a million dollars is forty thousand bucks now that's what that's what scares most people four percent of a million dollars is forty thousand bucks okay so if you want forty thousand uh, dollars a year and you want it to be reasonably attainable without a high risk of running out of money before you die, okay, you need a million bucks to do 40000 Now, that's going to make that Social Security money that you are getting look like a godsend, and it is. I mean, to, just to replace the average amount of Social Security somebody's going to get in uh, America when they retire, it's like four to $500,000. It's like having four to $500,000 in the bank. You know, I mean, think about that. At $400,000, at 4%, that's only $16,000 a year. So, and uh, why are you only doing 4%? I, I thought the stock market made 10%. Um, that's its average return depending on which time period you're looking at. It's, it hasn't averaged that in the last 20. It's not even close. And so, 
if you were born at an unopportune time, sorry about your luck. Okay. If you'd have done the 4% rule, you could have uh, increased it for inflation over time and you'd, you'd still be, you'd still have money, still be living and still have money. So bottom line is I don't want to add extra steps to anything, but I don't want to miss anything that's, that's incredibly important. And that's just part of how we uh, do business at Bullington Capital. I'll take a, a look at your situation and by the way, I've been doing this for so long. I can do this math in my head. It takes me about 30 seconds to figure out how much you're going to need to be able to retire and maintain your lifestyle. Uh, now, I will stop, and I'll show you the steps I took to, to get to that point. But it's really not that hard. I mean, it's really not that hard. And what happens if you're ready to retire, and let's say you have 500000 bucks, and you were thinking, oh, that's going to take $50,000 a year out because, you know, Stock market's average 10% if you go back to pre-depression days. Well, yes, but it's averaged about half of that over the past 20 years, especially if you start at March of 2000. Uh, so you'd better be, uh, you know, if you're going to have a 20-year life expectancy, you're probably there's a really good chance you're going to run out of money. So I wouldn't do that. Uh, now, by the way, since short-term interest rates have moved up quite a bit, that's really going to help. I mean, that, that's going to help a lot because right now you can get a 4% um, CD or short-term government bonds are, are getting close to that point. Some of them are higher than that. And uh, so, if, and if you're looking for fixed income, that's a good idea. It's one of the reasons that I started talking about fixed indexed annuities because at the time interest rates were less than 1% on CDs or treasuries and the guarantees that you got from a fixed index annuity are significantly higher. They're still higher than they are for bonds or um, uh, CDs. So you need to, that's an area where you need to shop around, you need to take a look, see how it's really going to fit into what you want. It's a personality thing. Yeah, you take a little bit more risk by taking the lower return of a CD or treasury. Okay, so there's more risk involved with that. Why? Because those rates can change. They can go right back down again. If the economy does fall into recession like they, everybody keeps saying it's going to. By the way, Peter Lynch, if you don't know who he is, if you invested $10,000 in a Fidelity Magellan Fund when he took over, uh, when he retired at the ripe old age of 46, I think he was in his 30s. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was in his 30s when he started running it. It would have been 300000 bucks. That's a lot of dough. Nobody's ever matched that record for any living um, portfolio manager. And uh, anyway, the uh, but you had to, this, the, the fund was really volatile, by the way. You, you cannot get high returns without a lot of volatility. That's just the nature of the beast. And for a small while, you could have, like back in the uh, late 90s, um, but that all went away, like in the year 2000. Computers became much more prevalent. Markets, day-to-day volatility is up significantly. And you have uh, a lot more occurrences of drops that are like 10, 15% than you had before. And they were fairly frequent back in those days. I think it was every 12 to 18 months, you got at least a 10% drop. Once every five years, you got a drop that was over 20%. And that was on average. It's not like a, a calendar. And that, that's another thing that's pretty difficult uh, for an awful lot of people doing financial planning is they want to get really exact. Well, you can't really do that with markets. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, that's why you need to ballpark it. And that's why you need to be conservative. 
and you need to be relatively conservative on your estimates. And, and I'll tell you, if they do start to raise, uh, if they keep raising interest rates and they succeed in putting the economy into a recession, now they don't want to put it into a recession like 2006 through 2009. They didn't want to do that again. Uh, but they may not be able to help it. <laughs> uh, so it's very tricky. And if anybody knew all the answers ahead of time, then they would end up having all the money in the world and would control everything and we'd all work for them. But uh, so they do the best they can and you listen to what they're saying. What they're saying right now is that we think that recession might be a little longer and it might get a little deeper. And I'm going to tell you that the vast majority of the time, the, uh, they're lagging. They're, they're looking at uh, things that tend to have a tendency to change after things have already changed for the better. But uh, bottom line is interest rates, if, if they were to go back down because you go into recession and they're, you know, they're trying to speed the economy back up again or trying to save the economy from staying into a recession for too long, okay, then uh, these bond rates are going to go down. They're going to go down quite a bit. So uh, long-term bonds at that point will go up again. They've been getting crushed, by the way. Because interest rates have been doing the opposite. They've been going up. Average. I, this has actually the, been the worst year for bonds uh, in 60 years. Bonds have not done this poorly. Uh, if you've got a bond fund and it's not down more than 15% over the last 12 months, you're in the top 10%. <laughs> That's amazing. Incidentally, the uh, those bond funds that are in the top 10%. Nobody wanted to invest in them because their interest rates were like one or less, you know, 12 months ago. Those are changing because a lot of those funds held on to short-term bonds. And as the short-term rates go up and the bonds that they're holding mature, their rate's going to go up. So that's why it's really important to know. You got to know what you're investing in. It It's incredible. And, you know, half the money, actually, there's three times more money invested in bonds than there are in stocks three minimally three times so the bond markets are very important it's a very important tool that the fed uses and they look at the economy they're going to raise or lower interest rates and uh, they haven't touched the reserve requirements yet but if they ever do that now that's when you're going to see some real volatility they haven't even talked about doing that so that's good Uh, that's something that they do when things are really getting out of hand They'll actually start uh, restricting how much money the banks can lend by increasing the amount of reserves they have to keep at the Fed. Every dollar that they inc- they require in addition to their current dollars is a dollar that can't be lent out. Okay, It's going to get that crappy Fed funds rate. <laughs> and uh, so when there's less supply available to the banks, they've got to raise interest rates to make up for it. That's why you had such super high interest rates. That concept hadn't been, had not really been employed to the level and the extent that it had been in the early, uh, late seventies, early eighties. And boy, did that work. I mean, mortgage rates were at 22%. I hear people saying, oh, they were only 18. They weren't 18. A money market was paying 18. A money market, uh, the, the equivalent of a savings account. Paying 18%, that, 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 is, that blows my mind. And mortgages were 22. 
And uh, the only people that like to argue or want to argue with that are the ones that don't want to ever think that ever that can ever happen again. You know how little kids put their hands over their ears and yeah, I'm not hearing it. And uh, same thing. So, but I remember because my dad was the uh, carpenter and the housing market just got crushed. People were looking at the cost, you know, on the insurance, uh, I'm sorry, on the interest cost of, of owning a home. And it was like, wow. The only people that were building and buying homes were those that had enough money that it didn't matter. And, uh, but everything else came to a, a screeching halt. And you know, I'm so glad there was no internet back then because they, it would have gotten a lot more coverage. Uh, and uh, most people didn't know. And that was, heck, I don't think, yeah, we didn't even have cable in my neighborhood when that was going on. That is funny. No cable, no internet. You know, tell that to a 30 year old. <laughs> 30 year old doesn't know what cable is, <laughs> but probably does, but I'm just kidding. Anyway, I got to take a real quick commercial break here in a few seconds. If you hear anything you would like more information on, or you'd like to come in and get your, your own, or you can do it over the phone. We can do, I can do a financial plan literally in five minutes. Now, if you have millions of dollars and lots of trusts, and it's really complicated, that's probably more than a, a phone call. But yeah, I'll be glad to give you my opinion on uh, anything. And since I am a, a fiduciary, a real licensed fiduciary, uh, I have to work in your best interest. And I like to, I would do it anyway, just because I like to think I'm a nice guy, but I'm legally required <laughs> to do whatever is in your best interest. And I'm too young to retire, so I don't want to be forced out of business. So you, you've got my word on it and uh, I will uh, um, try to operate in your best interest and just hear what you're trying to say. Um, and oftentimes, uh, I, I got to tell you, some people, it, it's, it's so different. Uh, I'll, I'll have a married couple sitting there. Two entirely different mindsets and two entirely different sets of goals. Uh, that Those are the challenging ones because whoever has a, uh, uh, like the more aggressive personality is really offensive to the conservative one. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to have to be a marriage counselor <laughs> when, I took, when I took this job. But, uh, but hey, you know what? It's, it comes with the job, you know, and... My job is to try to help explain why, you know, maybe you don't want to try to spend 10% a year <laughs> and uh, I'll take the wrath for all you uh, spouses out there that you know are, have been avoiding this conversation. <laughs> but anyway, I hear the music. This is Bill Bullington. I'll be right back after these messages. Time of year. Me too. I love the lights, the trees, the giant parades. I love the joy. I feel around the holidays. I love the snow that falls and covers the earth. I love to sing songs of the Savior's birth. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising healthcare costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with 
confidence, and it's yours free with one call. Don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement. This little-known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40%. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement by Josh Melberg, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. And we are back. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. If you hear something you'd like more information on, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, it's bill at bullingtoncapital.com is my email address. My website is bullingtoncapital.com. Or you can reach me at 330-664-0700. 330-664-0700. And uh, I was going to, I think, the, the final segment of today, I've had so many requests for this. I've, I feel bad that I haven't, you know, I used to talk a lot about individual stocks. Uh, and it's not that I don't watch them or follow them anymore. It's just that it's very, very difficult. Stocks move a lot faster today than they used to. So uh, when I'm going to be looking at stocks, it's not going to be the way that I did in the past where I would be basically be a trend follower. It has a little bit to do with it. Actually, I still use the trend following tools to pick out individual stocks that I think look interesting. But I'm really looking more at a, a longer term uh, holding period now. I'm trying to look at a stock or find stocks who are on the move, but have a really good reason to be on the move. Like rising sales and rising profit margins and valuations that are not too far uh, stretched out and I'm finding more, uh, lately, which is kind of nice. And if I could ever get my software to boot up here in the radio station, I would, <laughs> I would talk about it today. Yeah. You gotta love technology. Don't you? I'm, I'm holding myself back from screaming right now. Yeah. The, te- the technology, I, I gotta believe that this, there's something going on across the country that they are not talking about because we have some of the, the, firms with the highest, I mean, they've got the highest security, tons of people, literally thousands of people in tech support. And, you know, the service will go down for two or three hours a day. And this is, you know, six months ago, it was happening almost every day. And now it's happening about every other day. So they're getting a handle on it. 
But our technology is still going, and nobody's talking about this, and I'm telling you, and, and I know the people at home, when they're having problems, they probably think it's something that they're doing. And they love to make you believe when you call into a call center that it's something that you're doing. Well, I know a little bit more about this than the average person does, and I'm telling you, yeah, a lot of this, it's it's bad code. It's They're timing out or slowing things down so that they can make changes and upgrades, and they don't tell you about it. Uh, and eventually it'll come out that, oh yeah, we made an upgrade, you know, six months ago. Oh, that's why I was having such a hard time. So don't worry about it. Uh, if you're not help, um, able to log on to stuff right away, uh, just keep trying. Um, that's one of the benefits to having accounts at Bullington Capital because we link all the accounts that we manage and we can see them. And actually, within a, uh, a few months, we'll be able to create a client portal where you can see all the accounts in one place. Now, you can do that with some vendors, but uh, you can see the accounts that they have at their firm in one place. You can't see accounts you have uh, at other firms. And actually, some of them have services now that you can use where you can link up all the accounts that you have in one place. Um, they're very difficult. I, I am always testing those when, when it's really running well, I will roll that out. But so far it, the tech support on that, you'd actually have to have a couple of full-time people helping everybody reset up their access to all their accounts all the time. And that, that has not gotten a whole lot better, uh, for companies that provide services for people like me. Uh, and at some point in time, we'll absolutely we'll be able to do that. Uh, and I think that time's getting getting closer. And I, I think it's going to be very helpful. But for now, we can do everything, all the accounts that we have. So we've got a, a few different, eh, probably, I think four vendors. So we can pull in from those four vendors, and you can see everything you've got with us in one place. And you can see how it's broken down. You can actually do a deep dive into it, uh, see what the top positions are. There are tons of reports that are available on it. It's uh, it's interesting, kind of. I guess if you're a nerd, it's interesting. The uh, um, you want to see what makes up your portfolio, which I think is is really kind of funny because uh, you're going to see a lot of the same stocks in a lot of funds that people think are different, and uh, that's one of the things I think is is kind of funny. Uh, people will send their statements and say, "Can you take a look at this?" And I'm looking at it, and I've been doing this for so long. Like, wow, those those funds are from different companies, but 80% of the stocks are the same. <laughs> you're, not, uh, you're not really benefiting that much from being spread out like that. It, it will uh, increase the complexity of your tax returns, and you're not gaining a whole lot as far as diversification goes. So, um, in fact, there's the, uh, it, it is funny. If you bought the... Russell large cap, mid cap, and small cap indexes, and you did them equally, uh, you would be, you'd cover the entire market. <laughs> that would literally cover the entire market. Now, maybe you want to be more specialized. Like I'll uh, overweight healthcare, and I've been overweight semiconductors now for several years. Why? Well, if you look at the underlying industries, their sales are growing faster than the other industries are. And think about that for a second. If your sales are growing faster than sales of other industry groups, shouldn't 
your share prices appreciate a little bit more quickly? I mean, think about it. You're growing 20% a year, which means every four years, you're basically going to double in size. Someone else is growing at 5% a year, which means in four years, you'll be about a quarter more productive. What would you rather have? 100% productivity increase or, or a quarter? And common sense, right? Now, put those in, into stocks, the opposite may happen. If something scares somebody bad enough, normally the companies with the slower growth rates are the older, bigger companies. Okay? They will have a tendency to, to uh, be more resilient than the young, fast growers. Everybody gets afraid that you know they're going to go away, so their, their share prices will actually drop more. And I know it doesn't make sense. The young, faster growers should, should continue just to shake that off. I agree. Uh, unfortunately, that's not how it works. <laughs> and uh, boy, does it take you some time to get your head around that. Um, if you ever do, you know, most investors don't. Most investors don't realize, too, that a mutual fund where, you know, you had a bunch of mutual funds back in the day that were just blistering. I mean, they were putting in such good returns. And uh, when those funds all reached about a, a billion dollars in assets, suddenly the returns slowed down. Well, yeah, because back in those days, they had to get out of the small and fast-growing companies because they had so much money to manage. They had to start buying the older, bigger, slower growers. And that's a problem. I mean, now you're holding stocks that you know weren't the type of stocks you did to produce those numbers. And guess what? Those numbers are going to be uh, a lot slower. So today... It's a little easier. Uh, you can focus just on certain categories and uh, uh, and know that that's what you're getting. Now, the categories themselves are, are changing over time. Um, what used to be a micro cap stock today doesn't even exist anymore. And, and a uh, micro cap or a small cap or micro cap today is a stock that's value is under 500 million. 500 million bucks. That's called a micro cap. <laughs> that means it's really, really small. And I guess when you look at the size of uh, companies like Google, and Microsoft, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty small. So, but 500 million bucks. And uh, I would have thought that that would have been a, uh, a big number. And by the way, when I first started in the industry, that was a big number. So there were uh, actually about two and a half times more stocks available to invest in as well. But anyway, let me, let me get off that for a minute. Anyway, so you just want to put a, uh, you want to have a really good diversified model uh, in the long run. The company's value has a tendency to keep up with the growth in sales and profits. That, that's over a five or 10 year time period, that correlation between sales growth and share price appreciation gets higher and higher and higher. Anytime underneath five years, I, th- I think the uh, correlation coefficient was like 0.3. What that means is, Roughly 30% of the stocks actually kept up with the growth and 70% were really different. And uh, so you couldn't really rely on that a whole lot over a five-year time period. And you think about that. The average investor comes, you know, asks, what do you think the market's going to do in the next 12 to 18 months? Really? Um, <laughs> you got a quarter? <laughs> But the uh, uh, so you really need to be looking out over extremely long time periods. I know that it, it takes a lot of patience to do that. that that's one of the things that where rebalancing comes in play in, in very handily. Um, when the funds are doing it, they're doing it on the, the, the types of stocks that they hold. When you're doing it, you're doing it on the whole category. And should you do that? Yeah, probably about once a year, uh, once every other year. Actually, I don't 
I'm not even sure why it, it tests better. But when I run the uh, back tests, they, every other year has actually been the better uh, rebalancing period. I, go figure. So, But uh, doing it more than once a year, I think you're going to hurt yourself. Uh, when I look at a lot of the studies done on that, a rebalancing period that's too frequent oftentimes leads to, first of all, unnecessary taxes, uh, which really hurts your returns. But secondly, it, it hurt the overall return. And uh, I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, so anyway, if you'd like to figure out for yourself or have some help, you know, how should I be investing? You know, I'm 65. I'm going to be retiring in two years or I'm, I'm retired now. This is how much money I have. Here's how much money I have in Social Security. Okay. It, literally, it's going to take me about, take uh, I don't know, as long as it takes to pull up the uh, the software, but as soon as I can punch that in, it's not a lot. I can tell you what the sustainable income should be. You tell me whether you are a conservative or moderate or aggressive investor, and I can explain the various options there. And uh, it shouldn't take a whole lot of time to do this. I, I know for a lot of people, it uh, it takes a lot of time just to answer the question, are you an aggressive, are you conservative? Because they don't think in terms of risk, they think in terms of return. And they want the higher return. And they struggle because they're typically a conservative investor or if, if they're going to have conflict, it's because they're a conservative investor and it comes back down to that thing, wants or needs, you know, the, uh, uh, I know everybody love to have the really high returns. Everybody wants the really high return, but you may not need it and you may not be able to, to put up with the amount of risk you would have to take to generate those returns. So until people get that down really, and by the way, one of these days, there's going to uh, be a product out there. It's going to hook you up to biometrics and it's going to talk to you and it's going to show you your portfolio. And uh, actually, you'll probably be wearing some of those glasses that the kids wear for the 3D games. I'm going to have to finish this after these commercial messages. Oh, then I, I'm going to have to finish this next week. That's <laughs> the end of the show. I can't believe it went that fast. It's Bill Bullington. Feel free to reach out to me, BullingtonCapital.com. Have a good week, good investing, and good luck. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report. Broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.